Second Corinthians chapter four, verse sixteen through eighteen, is, the apostle Paul says, "Therefore we do not what lose heart, though outwardly somebody say outwardly, we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving us, are achieving for us an eternal somebody say eternal glory." that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporal, but what is unseen is eternal. Let's pray. Father, I pray that, Lord, that we would be able to be and we'll be able to grow into a place where the unseen is able to be seen through our heart and through our mind and soul, Lord. And that we would be able to, Lord, to come to a place like the Apostle Paul into a place where we faint not and we're able to continue to go forward fighting the battles, going through the trials that far outweighs anything, Lord God, that you have for us. And Father, we love you and we bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Shake somebody's hand tonight. Tell them, don't lose heart, and then you may take your seat. <coughs> now, I don't think that anybody came here tonight hoping, praying, longing for someone to sing something or pray something or preach something that would strip all their hope away. Amen? Did anybody come he here hoping to be discouraged? Did anyone come here tonight hoping that someone would just knock the wind out of their sails. No, nobody came here for that reason. But we came here tonight. Nobody came here and said, please hurt me. Strip away all my motivation for serving the Lord. Please discourage me. And please defeat me. No, we, don't, we didn't come here for that tonight. We might have walked in defeated. We might have walked in discouraged. We might have walked in with a little motivation. We might have walked in going through a trial, going through something difficult. But how many know that we came so that God can strengthen us tonight? We came here looking for encouragement. We came here looking for hope. We came here so that we can walk out of here motivated and with a greater desire to please the Lord. Can I get an amen? We're here so God could touch us and fill us tonight so that, you know, we would be strengthened, that God would build us up in the faith, that God would empower us so that we wouldn't faint not, that we would be able to fight the good fight. Some people ain't here tonight because, you know what, because they're, they're losing the fight. They're they feel defeated. They feel discouraged. They feel like there's no hope tonight. They feel like there's no answer for them. They feel like they can't make it another day. But I'm here to tell you that God has another plan. Now, in our opening text, Paul tells us that he has found a secret to staying encouraged in the Lord. Amen. You, you know, if there's one thing you need to learn, it's, it is how to stay encouraged. You need to learn how to, you know what, encourage yourself in the Word of God. Encourage yourself in the hope of God. Encourage yourself in the things of God. Because I'll tell you what. 
The enemy is going to come. He's going to try to discourage you. He's going to try to rip everything away from you. He's going to try to defeat you. So you just give up. The Bible says in the last days that many will, will, will turn around, will turn away from the Lord. He's even the most elect, the Bible says. The many people that, you know what, that you thought, man, that's a, they would never turn away from the Lord. They're going to turn away from the Lord. We've seen, you know, Christian singers and Christian different people that have turned away from the things of God to chase a career, to turn it over for a career, for finance, for money, for fame, for all these different things. But, you know, the enemy is always trying to distract you and I to get us to lose heart and say, you know what, I had it better. And we think, think like that sometimes. Man, I had it better before. I had it better in the world. I had it better, you know what, man, when I was out there doing my thing. I wasn't feeling this discouraged. Liar. <clears throat> I want to spend a little time tonight and talk about the thought of not losing heart. Amen? Now, in our opening scripture, we see here that Paul makes an incredible statement. Amen? How many know great men make say great things? Great men, you know what, at the time, you know, to, to lead people and to encourage people, to strengthen people, great men will not only do great things, but they'll say great things. I remember uh, Joshua said, you know what, as for me and my household, we're going to serve the Lord. Uh, and I remember that when I first got saved, that, I mean, it's still today my favorite scripture. Because God pulled me out of the miry clay, and you know what? I gave my life to the Lord, and I said, you know what? As, for, as long as I live, as for me and my household, we are going to serve the Lord. No matter what we go through, no matter what comes our way, no matter what trials that we go through, and we've been through a lot of trials. When you got a few days or a week or something, sit down, I'll, we'll tell you about it. Me and Yolanda, we'll talk to you about it. But that's, you know what, that's part of life. It's a part of life. In verse 16, Paul said, for this cause we faint not. That's an amazing statement. For this cause. Well, what is the cause? Amen. <coughs> the cause is that God wants, God's desire is that no man should perish. God's desire is that, you know what, that we're able to reach as many people as we can for his honor and glory. That we're able to, you know what, uh, share the good news with the world, with everybody in the world. And that is a great cause. Man, it's a big cause. huh? I mean, it's mind-boggling when you think about it, that God desires that everybody to be uh, preach the gospel to them around the world. And how many know we're doing it? Well, we got, you know, we got a lot of our church right now there in, in South Africa. Some of them are coming back. Amen. Anybody just come back? Huh? Sister Carrie. No, uh, you don't have no jet lag? Not yet. It'll hit you tomorrow. No. <laughs> no, no, I hope not. Hopefully it, it won't hit you at all. <coughs> but I even remember, you know what? I know, you know, sometimes we show that video of Pastor Sonny uh, uh, at the World Conference saying, you know what, 
we're, we're going to reach people all around the world, and there's going to be people uh, with different languages and from all over the world. There's going to be interpretations of tongues. It, I remember being at that conference. Powerful, powerful, powerful. He made a, what a powerful statement. And how many know that it's coming to pass? We're reaching people around the world. We're doing what God has called us to do, and that is to reach the world for his honor and glory. But it's an amazing statement that Paul said, for this reason, we faint not. Paul, the apostle, he traveled all over the known world at that time to preach the gospel. He traveled everywhere to Ephesus, to Lystra, to Rome. He, 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 he traveled, and you know what? To, so he, he can share the word of God to as many people as he can. You know why? Because he's, he, he, he said in his heart, he said, you know, we got a cause. Huh? We have a cause to reach the hurting people. And we have a cause at Victory Outreach to reach every inner city around the world. So we can't give up. We can't faint. We, you know what? We, we can't shrink back. God needs us. God's called us. God separated us for a purpose and a plan, amen, to reach the hurting people of the world. It's so easy to lose heart, isn't it? It's so easy to come to a place where you are ready to throw in the towel and lay down your burdens and just quit. I'm speak, I know I'm speaking to somebody tonight. It seems to me just from reading the Bible, what the Bible says <coughs> about the life of Paul, that it would have been easy for Paul to lose heart. Amen. Everything that Paul, the apostle, been through, if there's anybody that can say, you know what, I lost heart, it is the apostle Paul. If you read about his life, and he'd been through so many, so many different things. See, when Paul's saying here uh, that, you know what, to faint not, that little phrase is in the present tense. Paul is saying, Paul is saying, you know what, I never lose heart. He isn't bragging, but he's making a simple statement and a fact. Paul had to discover a spiritual secret that enabled him to be encouraged even in the midst of circumstances that would have discouraged anyone else. Pastor Sonny wanted to give up. Amen. But how many know that he got a word from the Lord? See, Paul's life was anything but easy. And life in itself is anything but easy. Unless you're born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Amen. Well, we had a silver spoon, but it was from Walmart. Amen. <clears throat> don't want to look at two passages that speak of the problems Paul was forced to endure in his life. And there's more than this, but Paul said in first, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 8 through, through 10, he said, We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about the troubles we experienced in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt we had received the sentence of death. But this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God who raised the dead. He has delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us again. And on him we have sent our hope that he will continue to deliver us. Amen. 
Paul says here, he says that he felt, you know what, that, it, that his life, that his life was sentenced, he was sentenced to die. Amen. Anybody ever felt like that? Maybe in the past, maybe before you came to Christ, amen, you felt like your life might have been, you know, that you were living a life that was, you were on your way into the, into the, you, you, were, un, you, you were headed six feet under. Amen. And many of you were living a life like that. But Paul, in, in, in after his conversion, because Paul, we know Paul, Paul was persecuting Christians. He was hurting believers. He was taking them down. He was arresting them. He was imprisoning them. And he was doing all kinds of crazy things. But now after Paul gets saved, he says here that, you know what, man, I feel like my life, like I have a sentence of death on my life. Why? Because so many things happened to him. How many know he got stoned? He was shipwrecked. Huh? He was snake bitten. All kinds of things. He was left. He, he spent a day at sea, a day and a half, the Bible says. Could you imagine that? Man, we can't even, you know, we can't last in the pool for a couple hours or in the ocean. So we see here that Paul, the first thing that Paul said is, that, you know what, I, I receive, I feel like I received the sentence of death. The second thing is Paul says that sometimes God will let despair creep into our life so that we don't get comfortable. Huh? So that we don't rely on ourselves, but we rely on God. Huh? See, because there's a lot of things that we go through that we can fix and we know how to fix. And we know how to, you know what, make things happen. And we know how to do this and we how to do that. But when you find yourself going through difficult times that, you know what, that, see, because sometimes we get to a place where, you know what, we can't even pray. <laughs> we can't even get up to get to church. We don't want to go to church. We don't want to open our Bible up. We don't want to, you know what, uh, you know, we, we don't, we don't want to, do what God is telling us to do. And we get so discouraged and so beat down. But I'm here to tell you tonight that God will allow despair and hardship to come upon your life so that you won't rely on yourself, but you'll rely on him. So you'll say, God, man, you know what? You'll, God will let you go so that you'll call on him. Ever been there before? Huh? You might be there right now. Huh? You might be there right now, but I'm here to tell you, you know what? Call on the name of Jesus. Call on the Lord. Get in your prayer closet. Begin to open up your word of God in the morning once again. Begin to make time for God. Begin to give again to God. Begin to do the things that you've done before. Because the third thing that Paul said in there is that, you know what? Paul said that he did it before, and he'll do it again. Huh? In verse 10 of that scripture, <coughs> Paul said, On him we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us. He delivered us before, and he'll deliver us again. You know, it's funny that people like you and I, you know, that have been through so much stuff and before we came to the Lord, and God came and delivered us. Man, he... He set us free. He broke the chains. 
And then we, you know what, and then it's hard for us to trust him. And we get discouraged, we get so discouraged at times, not knowing that, you know what, that God is a God of deliverance. God is a God of, you know what, breakthroughs. God is a God of, of miracles. And he's able to set us free. He's able to come and, you know what, bring hope to the hopeless situation. But we see here that, you know what, that Paul says, don't lose heart. <clears throat> Paul also said in the, in the, here in the same chapter, in verses 24 on, he said, five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. And I spent a night and a day in the open sea. And I have been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from the Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false believers. And I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. And I have known hunger and thirst and have often gone without food. I have been cold and naked, he says. And besides everything else, I face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches. Amen. Here Paul talks about all the things that he's been through, planning churches. And, you know, like our pastor, he travels a lot. He travels to the Philippines, and he travels to Cape Town, and he, he travels to different cities. And I'll tell you, you know, you might think that, that it's just a vacation sometimes. You see the pictures of them, you know, at service and all that stuff. But, you know, you don't realize and understand that the hardships that they grow, go through and the, the, the attacks of the enemy, the spiritual attacks, the financial attacks, and just all the, you know what, the things that they go through. That's why it's important that, you know what, that's why we had a prayer, 24-hour prayer chain, so that we can help pastor uh, to, to stay, so he could stay focused and not worry about other things. Because Paul said, man, besides all these other things, I have the uh, weight of the, all the churches that I have planted. And he's worried about them. Yet in spite of all the trials and the tribulations, Paul is able to say, I don't lose heart. I keep fighting. What about you? Huh? Sometimes you break a nail. Oh, come on, somebody. <laughs> Get a flat tire. Or the dinner's not ready when you get home. And man, it throws you all into a, you know, a frenzy. Huh? Gets us all worked up. Get all crazy. No one here can say what Paul said. Because we all stumble from discouragement to discouragement. We all want to quit. From time to time, <coughs> can I get an amen? Come on, we, we, we're just being real. We, there's times we go through, we just want to give up this Christian thing. Huh? You ever been there? Come on, don't look at me like that. I know who I'm talking to. Most of us are like David who said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove. For then I would fly away and be at rest. Amen.
Sometimes we want to just zoom, zoom. Because I like to fly away. Zoom, zoom. Right? Because it gets difficult, man. It gets hard. And we want to fly away, man, and just get away from everything. See, we would be honest. We would all have to admit that at times we would like to, to just get, you know, just get away. Well, there are times when leaving troubles and afflictions behind seems like the best option. I pray that, you know what, that you would become a person that is more interested in reaching the place where you can say what Paul said is that, you know what, that, you know, I can't give up. I'm not going to give up. I'm not, you know what, uh, there's a, we have, there's too much at stake. God has brought me too far. God didn't brought me this far so that I can turn back. But God has a purpose and a plan for my life. And you know what? I can't lose heart. I was just talking with somebody that was here uh, Sunday about that, that had been around the ministry for a long time. And he's not at a place where he wants to give up, but just where, you know, maybe make some changes. And it's slow as roll. Amen. I just try to, you know what? We can't, man. We, we got to keep going. We got to show our children. We got to show our families that, you know what, that we're in it to win it. Amen. How many of you are in it to win it? How many of you are in it to the end? You got to keep fighting. You got to keep going. Don't lose heart tonight. See, even you know that during the Christmas season, that it is a time when we have the most suicides in the United States. From, from once Halloween comes, or Harvest Day, whatever you want to call it, and then Thanksgiving comes, and, then, and, and there's a financial burden that comes upon many people and many families. And, and it's hard for them sometimes. It's hard to, to, you know what, to make ends meet, especially during Christmas time. And a lot of people, you know what, man, you know what, this should be the uh, uh, exciting time. It should be a happy time for us. But because of the financial burden and all these different things, you know, I mean, no, it's not about presents, but it's about the present, amen, that God has given to us. And we got to understand that, you know what, that we have to, you know what, we have to put God first. We have to put God in perspective. We have to put our Savior in perspective and make him first in our life so that, you know what, everything else will flow. That's what Paul is saying. Bottom line, Paul said, you know what, there's a cause. God has separated me. God, you know what, pulled me out of the miry clay, and he's given me a purpose and a destiny and a work to complete while I'm here on this earth. And you know what, i got to complete it. I can't give up on the task. I can't give up on my family. I can't give up on my marriage. I can't give up on my ministry. I can't give up on the things that God has called me to do. But we got to keep going. And so Paul made an incredible statement here that, you know what, can't lose heart. You can't lose heart. Tell your neighbor, don't. Look, look somebody in the eye and tell them, don't lose heart. Don't lose heart. Don't lose heart in the heart. Amen. The other thing we see here. <coughs> is we see a familiar struggler struggle in the life of not only Paul, but in humanity. Paul makes the statement, he says, you know what? 
Paul says, though our outward man perish, he said our inward man is being renewed day by day. He says, though our outward man is perishing. See, the outward man refers to the flesh within our lives. refers to the body. It speaks about the body and the mind. You see, the results of aging in the body and sin in the mind of man conspires to strip away joy, hope, and peace of heart. I hope you catch that. Let me, let me say that again. This is temporal, right? I used to be buffed. I used to be a lean, mean fighting machine. Now I'm not so lean, <laughs> not so mean, but this machine is wearing down. Amen. And with the outward body wasting away, and with the mind of the things that we this life goes through, the the that, that sin, the darkness that's attacking this world, the discouragement, the hope, the lost hope, all the different things that we go through day by day is that, you know what that is? It, it, it rips away from us the joy and the peace that God desires us to have. And the older you get, I know there's some people here that are older than me. I wish, where's Greg at? And Pastor Daryl and Pastor Paul. I'm the youngest pastor on staff. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm not. Toby's, I think Toby's the youngest. Amen. But, you know, like, you know, the older you get, you start experiencing more of the body perishing day by day. Each day, you know what, we start, you know, you start each year that goes by, you start feeling more pain. Each year that goes by, man, you don't have as much energy. Each year that goes by, man, things that were important before are not so important anymore. And you just start, you know what, things, life begins to change. The bottom line is that, you know what, that we're all going to die. Let me just put it to you that way. Huh? We're all going to perish. See, we are told here that our outer man is perishing. The word perish means to rot or to ruin or to corrupt, to be destroyed. You see, our body, the outward man, our mind, everything is going. Sometimes my wife tells me, you're losing it. <laughs> and she's just joking, but she's probably me. She's probably saying, no, I'm not. <laughs> But I'll be it. Babe, you see my glasses? I can't find them anywhere. And she'll be like, you're losing it. Huh? They're right there on your shirt, man. Look at it. Same thing with the keys. But, you know, we're, we're you know, little by little, man, you know. You ain't as fast as you used to be. 
Huh? You ain't as sharp as you used to be. But one thing that we do have is that we, what we can do is we can be more wise. Huh? The Bible says that, you know what, that we can ask for wisdom and receive it. Amen. And how many know that the wisdom of God, man, will balance things out? Huh? We got to get close to God. <clears throat> so we see here that, you know what, that we're, we're perishing physically and mentally. But we need to understand that spiritually, for those of us that are in Christ, is that, you know, we're being renewed day by day. You see, the Bible tells us, you know what, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow has enough worry for itself. Amen? Because, see, that's why the Bible says that, that we're being renewed day by day because God gives us just enough for the next day. God will give you enough for every day, for each day. Each day that you wake up, God has, has opened up. God is, God is the river of life. And he said to come and drink. He wants us to drink. Amen. But, you know, you can't just drink so much that, you know, you don't need to drink no more. And you're going to be able. Sometimes we think like that. Well, I've been serving God for, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I know, you know. No, we got we to gotta continue to drink from the well. We got to continue to get a hold of God. And we got to continue to drink the wisdom of God through his word. Because God's word gives us strength for the day. It gives us just what we need to get us through today. Don't worry about tomorrow. You get up tomorrow, and you get strengthened and empowered tomorrow. It might be difficult today, but joy comes in the morning. We can renew our strength, amen? See, the reason we are so prone to lose heart is because our outer man is being corrupted daily. Our outer man is being ruined every day. Our outer man is being, you know what, is taking hits. Our mind is taking hits. Our brain, our lungs, everything about us is taking hits. Our bones are wasting away, and we are being destroyed little by little. But how many know that God has a way to strengthen us from the inside out? So that no matter what we go through, but we can still have peace. We can still have joy. We can still, you know what, make it. We can still fight the good fight. Can somebody say amen? And so we see here that one of the reasons that we lose heart is because of uh, we're wasting away. And not only that is our mind and our, and our is being bombarded. The other thing, the other reason that it's so easy to give up sometimes is because the whole natural world is under the curse of God because of sin and the fall of man from the beginning. Can somebody say amen? The world is under a curse and it's suffering. And there's, you know, there's death in this world. And there's all these different things in this world because of the original sin. And because of that, we experience distraction. We experience heartache. We experience all these different things. And because of that, that's another weight on us. Amen? Those things, you know what, they, they, they weigh upon us. You know, but, the, you know, the Bible even says that 
reminds us that the whole world groans waiting for redemption. Amen. The whole world, the rocks, the birds, the trees, everything's waiting for the redemption of the world. Amen. And that includes you and I. And but because of this fallen, you know, nature that we live in, we experience difficulty. Everyone in this room, saved or lost, will waste away and die one day. And they'll face God, face judgment. Amen. We will waste away and we will die. We might die of old age. We may we might slip into eternity in our sleep. I mean, that'd be that'd be nice. But the truth of the matter is, is that some people die young, some people die old. You could have a sudden heart attack. You can, you know, you can get diseases, Alzheimer's. You could die in a car wreck. You get struck by lightning even. You can get, there's 10,000, thousands of ways that we can die. The outer man is perishing. But how many know that Paul says we don't lose heart? See, 2 Corinthians 4, 7 tells us that we have this treasure in earthen vessels. And this is we all live out our days in fragile jars of clay. Amen. What Paul is saying that, you know, that we're just fragile. We're fragile. Life is fragile. And we're just, you know, we're, we're just vessels that God has has blessed us and God has filled us with his power and with his love and his mercy. But how many know that the vessel will crack someday? It will break and we will fade away. And this is the nature of life. Amen. It's going to happen. <coughs> I was getting a haircut today. Amen. I see I'm a little high and tight. Amen. And the barber was talking to me, and she was this lady, and she started telling, talking to me about the same subject that, that you know, uh, tomorrow's not promised. And, and she started. She's a Christian lady, and she started. We started. She just started telling me these, you know, her problems, kind of, <laughs> and that tomorrow's not promised, and tomorrow's this, and tomorrow's that, because tomorrow's not promised. We're dying, man. We're, we're, we're fallen men, saved by grace. And God has given us, you know what, an opportunity uh, to make a difference in our lifetime. Can somebody say amen? Now, I want to skip down here. I got something down here I want to I read to you. Because I believe that God wants you to reach a place where you say, you know what, no more going back. No more doing the moonwalk. No more going back to that person that I used to be, but you know what? I'm going to stay the course and do what God has called me to do. <clears throat> I believe God wants you to make it up in your heart, to make it up in your soul, that you know what? That regardless of what's going on around me, that I'm going to continue to go forward. I'm going to continue to fight for my family. I'm going to continue to fight for my marriage. I'm going to continue to fight for my, you know, for the for the goodness of the Lord and for the the love of God within this world. The secret to not losing heart involves at least 3 important realizations. Number 1, 
is that we are given strength every day. And I talked about that a minute ago. Amen. We got to realize that, you know, we got to get up and we got to get a hold of God and we got to strengthen ourselves for the day. And no matter what is coming our way, and we got to understand that that's what God has given us. God wants us to come and draw close to him on a daily basis so that we have strength for the day, so that we can make it through the hardships and we can make it through the things that are coming our way. Because I believe that the enemy is trying to bring discouragement to your life. He's trying to get you to give up. He's get, trying to get you to quit. He's trying to get you to lay it down and just say, forget about it. But you know what? I believe that God desires that you need to get a hold of him and that you know what? You know what? You need to start giving God more. Tell your neighbor, give God more. We need to give God more of our, of our, you know what, man? I was thinking, man, if this generation gave half the time to God that they give to Facebook, We gave half the time that we give to Instagram and to our phones and to our social media that the church would be powerful. Amen. I mean, I know we use these things, and you know what? You know, we get on there, and we have a little chit-chat and this and that. But how many know, that, man, we need to lay this thing down, man? We, you know what? We need to get a, pick up the Word of God. But we need to, you know what, start getting into the let God speak to us. A lot of times we're just telling everybody our problems and what's wrong with everybody. We're telling everybody what's wrong with them. <laughs> All these different things. But I believe that, you know what, that God wants us to notice the wrongs in us so that we can correct them and so that we can draw strength from God and grow in the things of God. Every day we die a little. Every day we lose this little step. But every day, God can give us strength for the day. Every day, God can strengthen our minds. He can strengthen our heart. He can strengthen our emotions. He can strengthen us so that we can withstand the constant attacks on the outer man that is perishing. How many of you are getting attacked, you know, lately? You've been getting attacked, man. The enemy's been attacking you financially, you know, in your, you know, at work, people, your friends, and you know what, family. Uh, I know, I know the uh, the election messed families all up. <laughs> the election messed man. People ain't even talking to each other. But how many you know? God has something for us. Every day we experience heartbreak. Every day we experience sorrow and pain and problems because of the shell that we're in, because of this body that we're in, because of this world that we live in. But at the same time, man, we have the hope of God within our lives that we can, you know what, that we can make it, that you know what, that one day we're going to be walking on streets of gold. One day we're going to be with our loved ones again. One day, we're going to be in the presence of Almighty God. One day, you know, there's going to be no more pain, no more heartache, no more difficulty, no more, you know, setbacks, no more crying, no more of these things that we experience. But we can, you know what, today we can say, you know what, I can endure that. 
I can endure these things. You know what? Because one day it's going to be no more. We got to just keep fighting. You got to keep believing. You got to keep calling on the name of the Lord. You got to keep trusting in God. See, God is, wants to call you into a greater relationship with Him, into a greater trust, into a greater faith, so that you will, you know what, you will be able to withstand the discouragement, the pain, and the trials that come your way. If you're going through trials, it's time to call out to God. If you're going through hard times, it's time for you to, you know what, to get a hold of God. Because you know what? <coughs> How many know that God is the only, day, only way? Every day the inner man is given a new strength to face the trials of the day. Jesus said it this way. He said, therefore, he said, take therefore no thought for tomorrow. For tomorrow shall take thought or worry for itself. Amen. Don't worry about tomorrow. God's got it all covered for you. You just need to tap into God. God's going to be there for you. God's going to strengthen you tomorrow. God's going to, you know what, meet your needs. God's going to make things happen where it doesn't look like anything's going to happen. God's going to, you know what, uh, make a way where it looks like there's no way. God's going to, you know what, put things together where things are broken right now. God's going to, you know what, give you peace and joy when, you know what, you're going through persecution and suffering and hardship right now. God's going to come, and he's going to empower you, and he's going to lift you up, and he's going to, you know what, put your feet upon a rock and let you go to a place that you haven't been before. Because that's the way God is. God is a God of, you know what, of glory. He takes us from glory to glory. And we don't always experience glory, but God takes us from glory to glory. But in the in-between times, sometimes it's difficult. Because how many know God said that his grace is sufficient for us? Amen? See, we need to understand that the inner man is renewed every day. And it's not a one-time drink, amen? It's not a one-time drink. You don't just drink, and you know what? And then you don't need to drink no more, amen? We need to drink. We need to continue to drink from the Word of God. We need to continue to get a hold of God and drink, man. Have you been drinking lately? Have you been? I'm, I'm talking about the Word, amen? The Word. Come back. The Word. We got to drink the word of God. We got to, you know what? We got to get it in us. We got to get it in us. The Lord is offering us a fountain from which we can drink every day. And drinking from that fountain, He offers promises us that the inner man will be renewed, renovated, and refreshed day by day. Even while the outer man grows weak. And weaker. It's like the car. Your car is not made to, you know, you fill it up once and then you just drive forever, right? <laughs> you got to continue to go back and fill that thing up. And in your life and, the, and what you go through, you got to continue to fill up. You got to continue to get refreshed. You got to continue to drink. Maybe you got a leak in your, you know, in your tank. 
Keep drinking. Amen. All I can tell you is to keep drinking. Keep getting a hold of God. Keep praying. Keep allowing God to refresh you. Amen. Keep coming to church. Amen. Keep going to Bible study. Keep connecting with the people of God. Keep connecting, you know what, with, with people that encourage you. Keep connecting with people that strengthen you. Keep connecting the people that lift you up. Keep connecting with people that are going to direct you in the right way. Don't connect with the people that are going to bring you down. When you see them, they say, are oh, you going to church again? Man, well, you know what, Just go. let's just go hang out. Huh? You don't need that church. They're taking all your time and your money. Oh, you gotta, you gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta, gotta connect with people that are gonna lift you up, man. They're gonna tell you, you know what, that God has a purpose for your life, that God has a plan for your life, that God, you know what, has a covering over your life, that God, you know what, that God, the blood of Jesus, man, covers you from, from everything. And that you need to stay focused on God. You need to stay close to God. And you need to keep fighting the good fight. Even if that's your, your wife or your husband telling you not to go, you got to keep going. You got to keep fighting. Amen. Let me have my brother go ahead and come up. Amen. Because I might catch fire right now and he might have to get some. Uh, no. <laughs> come on, somebody. See, so many people lose heart because they don't make any investment or they don't drink of the water. They don't drink of, of what God has for them. Feeding the wrong, they're on the wrong diet. Amen. Their diet consists of television and TV and and all these different things. Amen. But God desires you to put him first. To drink of the word. Get into his foot word. Get into prayer. Feeling discouraged? You got to fight. So when you first get saved, man, you're on fire. But after time goes by, the body starts perishing. Your mind gets attacked. You go through all these difficulties. It happens to the guys when they come out of the home. Because they let the guard down. to us. We let our guard down. We stop drinking. We start coming to the brook. Amen. To drink of the